one of the cool things about hip hop is the idea of taking something that's already been made and making it new and fresh. What can we learn from the Jay Dilla method to success? Welcome to Motivational Mondays with your host, Redone. Hope this motivates you to live better than best and be uplifted, inspired, and transformed. But before we really dive in, I'd love for you to take a second and subscribe to this podcast channel and leave a review on iTunes and write a comment so more people can be motivated like you are. And also, if you haven't followed me already on Instagram and Twitter, follow me at R3DONE underscore 93. That's at Redone underscore 93. With all that said, now let's dive in. If you're a hip-hop fan or a drummer, you're really going to relate to today's episode. But if not, there's still some amazing truths that you can see from this. Recently, I was watching a video about drunk-style drumming. It's basically the music style of Jay Dilla and most hip-hop swing feel of drums being played out of time but done continuously to become in time. See, I love the quote from Questlove when asked about this style. He said, the sloppier you deliver it, the more human it feels. Or when Frank Zappa once said, if you make the same mistake three times, that's an arrangement. Meaning you can turn a mistake into a new rhythm or a creative idea. When asked Jay Dilla how he created this sound and this style, he responded he didn't have the owner's manual to the drum machine that he started using. It was simply through trial and error. He learned in the process. It was messy and it was sloppy, but the results were pure soul. When you listen to his music, it's undeniable that you can feel something from it. It is far from perfect, but it's changed the way that we listen to and create music ever since. See, he didn't allow limitations to hold him back, but instead what he didn't have shaped his entire style and sound. See, he used fill over quantization, which if you didn't know what that means, these drum machines had this thing that if you were slightly off from the beat and the tempo of the song, it cut it right to perfect timing. But he decided to throw that out and use his feel because it was so much more about feeling instead of not being perfect. He used honesty to convey his creative thought. See, friend, your success isn't based on how perfect you are or how well you can do things. I'm not saying excellence isn't a goal that we strive for, but sometimes perfect can suck the life right out of a creative body of work. Your success is based on how relatable and real you are. Your success is a reflection of how you make others feel. They won't remember how intricate your art is or the beautiful words that you constructed. They will remember how you said it and how it made them feel. They will remember the impact it left on them. You could build a shiny empire of gold, but if you take no one with you, will it even matter? You can paint a masterpiece, but if it doesn't reach the heart of people, is it really that great? Another thing we can learn about success from Jay Dilla is curiosity. Curiosity leads to something new that's never been done before. See, curiosity says, why do we do it this way? What if I try it like this? Curiosity put a man on the moon. Curiosity turned a bare ceiling into the painting of the creation of men. We serve a creative God that doesn't want perfect, he wants real. He didn't design us to be robots, he designed us to be humans. To laugh, cry, hurt, heal, feel, mess up, and to also nail it. Our imperfections, our flaws make us, us. Without our weakness, then we lose the need for a savior altogether. 
Without our weakness, we have nothing that relates us together. Just a bunch of perfection fighting with perfection on who's more perfect. I don't know about you, but I can sacrifice my my need to be perfect, which to be quite honest, I have really deal deal with this idea of being perfect and striving for perfection. There are so many Sundays that I walk away from playing the drums for a worship setting and think that it was awful, that I sucked completely. There are plenty of times I feel like this very podcast or a song I wrote could have been so much better. Even the idea of being better than best can sometimes come from a, a need to be perfect, but truthfully we are our best selves when we are true to who we were made to be. The truth is, it is in our imperfections that we are the most real. I love this quote by Beethoven that says, To play a wrong note is insignificant. To play without passion is inexcusable. Friend, it is inexcusable for us to live our lives in all things without passion. If there's anything I want to be remembered for, it's not that I am perfect or that I've done such great things with my life, but it's purely that I've loved others and that I've been so genuine and passionate about all that I do. And most of all, that I've been the realest form of myself that I can be. Friend, I want to encourage you this week to be fully yourself. Embrace the mess. Embrace your imperfections and your failures and run with them knowing that you were made for so much more and that you were becoming better than best in all that you do. I love you, friend. I'm praying for you. Now let's go live this better than best life as we conquer this week.